0: This is an IELTS Energy podcast episode 439. Create history with these IELTS part two answers.
1: Today, you can hear two sample IELTS part two answers about describing a historical event and learn how to make this topic easier and more personal.
0: hey Jessica I am here recording
1: with you feeling good feeling good how about you (laughs) (laughs) feeling feeling great we are we're doing Guys, you know that we record a bit in advance, right? So, yeah. Lindsay and I are doing like a mammoth recording session today. To make <laughs> sure that you guys still get the three episodes a week as we promise. So, what with the vacations and traveling and whatnot, we're yeah. just we are we are working hard today for our awesome listeners. <laughs> yeah, we don't let we don't let an
0: episode go right. We publish three days a week. It's non-negotiable for us, so we get it done whether we're yeah. on vacation or not for you guys because we know that you guys are dedicated to your IELTS study plan. So we're dedicated to you. Love it. And exactly. I love the word you used—a mammoth—a mammoth recording session. That's good. I was thinking too, <laughs> like we could say a marathon recording session, but I like yeah. mammoth recording session. That's even more gigantic feeling.
1: <laughs> There's so many M words. We could say mammoth. <clears throat> Marathon, Massive, or Monster.
0: All those are just like,
1: yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, So a student from our course got in touch with us. Um, He's following the 30-day study plan, um, and he already took the exam and had a really challenging question in speaking part two. Um, Lindsay, what did he say about that?
0: Okay so let's skip ahead to the part about the cha- the challenging question. Um let's yeah. see. So I wanted to share my last test. I was confident however when I did speaking te- the speaking test in part 2 the topic was describe a historical event in your country and to be honest I didn't prepare that kind of subject and I was like seriously? I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I didn't speak very well the subject this is a subject that I was not very familiar with but I tried my very best. I don't know the score yet. Um, And then he's just saying that he's in the course and he's saying thank you to us for the course. Well, we're glad you're in the course. Awesome. Okay. Wow. Um, So this was
1: tough. I think when Lindsay and I first approached this as well, (laughs) we were like, what the what? How can I talk about this? But so then we started employing a strategy that we're trying to get across to you guys a lot. Just this idea of being a little more open-minded, having a little bit of a broader perspective, a broader take on this type of question. So a historical event, guys, it doesn't have to be something that you you memorized in in a textbook in high school, right? Um, This could Mm -hmm. be uh, something that happens in your lifetime. So that's our advice, guys, is choose a historical event that is a little bit more contemporary, that you are alive for, that you have a personal connection to, and you have something to say. So as yeah. far as like being Americans of our age, there are certain events already in our lifetime that we know everyone remembers where they were when this happened. What what are some of those events, Lindsay? Well, I mean, some of the
0: one of the biggest ones is, of course, when Obama was elected. I mean, I, yes. you know, I have a very specific memory of where I was and how I felt and then there was nine eleven That was huge. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I love this strategy of choosing things that are close to us because these are the things that we can talk about with passion. And we can also bring in our yeah. personal stories a little bit, which is part of speaking part two, if I remember correctly. Exactly.
1: Yep, exactly. So talk. you don't have to talk about the event itself for two minutes because that might be tough. You might not have enough uh, details to say, but you uh, frankly, directly talk about the event right away. Like what event was it? And then get to the context, get to the background. Where were you? How did you feel? What happened after this? What did you do? Um, What were other people doing? Right? Like there's so many ways you could build this out in two minutes. Absolutely.
0: So now approaching going into this, we're going to do some uh, some sample answers here, guys. And going into it, it's not nearly <laughs> as nerve wracking as what it would have been. Because when you brought up the topic, Jessica, as you said, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, let me Google something. I don't know. i know back to the history of the U.S., you know, and it would feel more
1: like an academic exercise like this. It feels like a part of my life. Right, and therefore you're going to be a lot more fluent, a lot more relaxed. Um, if you know, if I'm trying to describe when Abraham Lincoln was shot or something like, I, <sighs> I don't know enough about that, and I'm certainly not personally connected to that in any way. Like I yeah. wouldn't be able to talk about that for two minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it comes back to,
0: like, the IELTS exam is not looking for perfection in you, right? They're looking to see if you can communicate your ideas and your points effectively. And, you know, choosing exactly. a more recent event that means something to you is going to show that so much more, okay?
1: It's yeah. still historical. Like, these things are still, thi- like, that uh, changed things, affected the future, right? Um, and just the yeah, fact yeah. of everyone remembering this, that makes it historical.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. absolutely. So let's dive into it. Okay, so uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> All right, so I'm going to time you. Go.
0: All right, okay, go ahead. Two minutes, right? Two minutes is what I have? Yep. yep. Okay, I'm rolling up my sleeves here. Our listeners can't see, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, are oh, you going to ask me the question? Oh, sorry. I I thought we knew.
1: Okay. So, (laughs) describe a historical event in your country. Okay. Okay.
0: So, if I had to answer this question, the big event that would come to mind and that's most pertinent in my life, even until today, is the day or the night that Trump Donald Trump was elected president of the United States of America. It was honestly one of the most shocking nights of my life. I mean, to set the stage here leading up to this night, everyone was sure that there was no way he had a chance in the universe to win this election. It just was not going to happen you know 99.9% of the news media had predicted that he was going to lose and so i sat down that night with with uh, some of my close friends and my roommates in my living room here in cambridge massachusetts a very um progressive part of the country. And we expected an early night, right? We thought we'd go to bed at like 11 <laughs> and with a nice win, um, you know, for the other side. And uh, unfortunately, the night started off. Actually, the night actually started off in our favor. Uh, we, you know, we felt like things were going smoothly. But unfortunately, at some point in the night, I think around 830 or 9, things started to twist. And it went towards Trump's um, In f- Trump's favor. And I could hear in the voices of the of the media announcers, they started to sound a bit panicked. Mm-hmm. It was interesting, I could hear mm-hmm. their tones of voices really changing. And, you know, finally, when the results came in, I actually went to bed feeling quite depressed, because it looked like he was actually going to win. Um, mm-hmm. It was pretty certain, like the poll started, you know, twisting in that to that end. I went to bed and I, you know, I woke up at like one just okay. to check it in and it said, oh, got cut that's off there.
1: Two minutes. That's two <laughs> yeah, minutes. That was really good. So there's so um, much to say. That, I know, right? Um, but that's what we want, right? We want the examiner to stop you at two minutes. That's fluency. So um just some things to pull out from there because she's adding context in the form of a story. The cohesive phrases that come out are incredible. Like to set the stage here, Um, the night actually started off at some point, uh, finally when, like there's so many cohesive phrases that will um, naturally come out while you're telling a story about this. So Mm. making this a personal story, that's the strategy. Hello, wonderful listeners. If you are ready to increase your IELTS score on your next exam, just like Ezebias from Brazil who increased his score to an overall 7.5 using the three keys strategies, get into the course today. Go to earsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Love that. Love that. And it it was easy. It
0: felt really natural. And it was 10 times easier than if I had tried to describe, yeah, any other historical event that would have been a lot tougher. Absolutely. Right? So,
1: yeah. yeah. You want to try it, Jessica? (gasps) Okay, so um, we know the question, and I'm just going to (laughs) start timing myself. Okay, go for it. (laughs) Okay, Um, so this, I guess my answer wouldn't necessarily be a conventional um, take on what a historical event was, but um, interestingly, I was having a conversation with some friends just uh, yesterday, actually, the 4th of July, um, and we were talking about uh, where we were when certain things happened. Like, we're all in our 30s. And there are certain events that everyone knows, like when Trump was elected, when Obama was elected, 9-11, like we all remember this. And something that you may not expect, but nonetheless is historical to to our minds, is when um, O.J. Simpson was (laughs) uh, uh, fleeing the police in his white bronco on the highways of L.A. Um, This is, uh, there is so much... Context here that makes it A lot more historical than it sounds I mean on the face of things He's just this uh, like Rich athlete who Was accused of murder and was running Away from the police but um, I later discovered when I watched a documentary About it that um, At the time this reflected Great racial tensions in L.A. and the way The cops and local people um, Interacted with each other And how O.J. was not necessarily a part of that community. He was, he was a part, um, he was separate from uh, his own community in a lot of ways. So the, the historical context is significant, but I was only 12 when this happened. So I didn't realize any of that. I just knew that this famous football player was running away from the cops. And I remember so clearly, I was with my parents. We were in Lake Almanor in an air, an airstream trailer that we would go to on the weekends because we would go to the lake and just escape for the weekend and it was beautiful outside but all of us everyone was inside glued to the TV um, and that's two minutes so
0: yep.
1: <laughs> um, that yeah okay. there that's I just recently watched a show on Netflix called OJ Made in America and it actually wasn't a documentary mm-hmm. but it did try and follow what happened quite closely yeah. it's fascinating guys it's on Netflix I highly recommend it Oh, you
0: use some really good vocabulary here that I just want to I want to highlight for our listeners because we can't not do that, right? So I Uh, love how you said "glued to the TV." I mean, so good, so (laughs) descriptive, and so native, so natural. No other students are going to use this word. I love it. So, guys, use this use this phrase if you can. Another one on the face of things. I love that kind of a transitional Mm. phrase opening up an idea. Uh, You said "interestingly," which I think is very cool. You also said it's not a conventional take on things. Um, I like how, I like that. I like that phrase. And then the last one is fleeing the police. And you said white Bronco. (laughs) You didn't just say his car. You didn't just say his Bronco. You said his white Bronco. And
1: I love that. The more detailed, the better. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I like that phrase. It's not a conventional take on things. Guys, if you're introducing an answer you think might be slightly off topic, um, then you could use this phrase like that would be perfect. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So that the examiner would know what to expect there.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, just very honest, very communicative. So, guys, take this strategy that we're talking about today, um, use some of the vocab that we provided and think about historical events that happened in your lifetime, in your country. It doesn't have to be something that the examiner knows about. It only has to be historical in your mind, right? So Mm -hmm. reflect on this, guys. Make a little list. What could you talk about? And then practice. Try to come up with three different events um, that you have a connection to. You remember what you were doing when this happened. You have a story. um, And then practice talking about each of those for two minutes.
0: Yeah, I love it, and this this will prevent us from being in that situation like a deer caught in headlights, right? Just kind of like, what you want me to talk about a historical event? What? So tough. <laughs> right, we want to we want to avoid question. exactly. We want to avoid that situation with a little bit of preparation, guys. Very cool. All right, Jessica, this go. has been great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, fantastic. Um, I will see
0: you tomorrow. All right, see you then. Take care. Bye. All right, bye. Corollas and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.